Jason is here. Uh-oh. Everybody, I'm Jason Ward from MakingStarWars.net. And to my left is Bespin Bulletin from BespinBulletin.gov? Com? Org? Mm. Dot com. Oh, dot, all of it. Dot all everything. of it. Yeah. So um, there's a there's a good chance that right now we're, we're live on Instagram. I think I got that set up right. I didn't know if I needed to keep it open in the browser, and I closed it. So it looks like it's still live. So it's working. So if you're from Instagram, how's it going? Uh, we might be able to broadcast there every day now. So there's another platform uh, if it's more convenient for you. But uh, yeah, you put out a story today, yeah? That's what I heard. That's what I heard. I heard it on um, thebestmanbulletin.com. Is that true? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Deny. Yeah. I think it's true. I'm not sure. So do you want me to read between the lines for everybody here? So what Bespin is saying with this article is that the Acolyte was a troubled production that never actually filmed anything. Therefore, these reshoots are nothing but a phantom and a figment of your imagination. I See, what's really going on here is that Leslie Headland, being uh, Weinstein's old uh, assistant, means that she is actually in charge of the pizza, if you know what I mean. And with that right there, this is all a, a basically embezzlement, uh, mm. to fronts, whatever. Hillary Clinton, Benghazi, you know what I'm saying, right? You're following along. Is is that what your article is essentially about? Is that is that fair? I just dreamt it all. You know? <laughs> the acolyte isn't real, it's just a dream. This is a figment of my imagination. Uh, <laughs> No, the acolyte is obviously real. Obviously, <laughs> like, obviously, like I, we, we both. I mean, set, we both have like, sources like, like that worked out of like eight months, and they're they're, they're like, uh, yeah, I worked on something for eight months, man. <laughs> what do you think? Yeah, like, <laughs> listen, I got a good cardio session, and thanks to the acolyte, one day, you know. Um, right. Oh yeah, you went to the set. You were actually like, I was there on yeah. on the uh, acolyte set. Yeah, I was there. <laughs> I spent many weeks. Up, up in the mountains like yeah with no I, I was at home and, like the yeah. faithful wife waiting for you to come back for Fortnite, and you're like it's cold out here man it ain't safe oh, they it, say i'm built for it <laughs> like i'm chubby i'm built for the cold you know i got enough like fat to like stay warm i seem built for the walking according to buggy man um <laughs> and, and it, for those who don't know buggy man was the uh security guard who was overly aggressive to such a degree that he was scaring him away, but then missed like a major like Daily Mail style uh, photographer. That's, yeah, but that's, but yeah, that's why it happened though. I and then because, and then took it out on you, and then took it out so. on you yeah. because he's a failure at his job and can't tell the difference between a freaking phone and uh, you know something with like a fucking telephoto lens like, that listen, can shoot I, down I, ten miles. <laughs> Before they started shooting everything, like I was there for weeks, you know, I followed the signs that I'd, I'd been there. So like, and I like, I, I, I had photos of the set. They just weren't very good because like to get a picture of it, you'd be very far away. Yeah. And where the Daily Mail people had the photos, I think I know they got them. And I'm like, ah, maybe you're not supposed to be there because like, I wouldn't go there. You know, because okay. it was like, there was like private land up there, which I wouldn't go on. And then, you know, that's why I think they may have gone. I'm not sure. I'm not saying they did. They they, but, they probably paid off somebody with private land 
to Maybe, hide in their tree like, and got it, or they or they just trespass, whichever. Yeah, but but like you know, yeah. So it was real. I've seen it. It's and that was about a year ago. That was about a year ago. Now you know, mm-hmm. um, and that's just flown by. You know, yeah. Um, but yeah, it like I I hope it comes back to Wales. I hope it comes back here because listen, if I see them pink signs, I'm following them again. <laughs> You know, hey, hey, um, hey, no, 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 no. You, you can't say that. They're going to make them blue and confuse you. No, they never make them blue. They're always pink. No it's, a, it's, a, it's going to be a gender reveal party for the Acolyte, and it's going to be gender neutral because mm. Leslie Headland. We, all, we but, all know what's going on there, right, guys? That's, yeah, of course, but, a joke in case you're stupid. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was, like I said, it, like, it filmed in like a bunch of places around the UK. Like, it was in a few places in Wales. It was in the Bracken Beacons Park, which is when I went to. That's where Willow filmed. Willow, yeah. It went to. Like, I remember somewhere... trying to say that correctly. I'm like, Brecon Beacons. You're like, nah, yeah. man. You're saying it wrong. Yeah, yeah. Bracken Beacons, and mm-hmm. then it went down to like the Ronda Cunnan Taff way. That um, sounds which... like a euphemism, right? Yeah. So it went mm-hmm. down that way, and for a few days, and they, they were always going to places with like water and like forest stuff, and then yeah, yeah. Like... yeah the, we're going to see that like Wookie in the woods. And he's gonna the like get down. He's gonna, he's gonna like he's gonna drink some of the water, yeah. and then somebody's gonna get a picture of it, and it's gonna start a whole Bigfoot legend around your your neighborhood. To be fair, that probably would have, like not just here, but I think like worldwide, that get more views and saying it's the acolytes, <laughs> you know. Like, Meg wants to know if they ever filmed in Brighton, because I there was some local Disney thing that filmed a year ago, and local said it might be Star Wars. Does that bring any bells to you? Brighton, no. Um... I'm trying to think of where it was in the UK. It was it went to Pinewood in the North Compound specifically. It was in Shinfield. It went to uh like this it's a Greenland. Not Greenland, but like green something. Turn left at Greenland. That's yeah, all I know. Green, green something in, in um in England. I can't remember what it was called. But they had like a big big asset there. That's where they built like part of the town for mm-hmm. For it, I remember that. Um, yeah, I don't know if I ever went to Brighton. Like, you remember Andor's filming a year ago as well. Andor started in November. Greenford? Greenford. Maybe. I think Meg's just naming places she's been now. It's Green something. <laughs> green something. It might have been Greenford. They're like, that sounds familiar. Um, I remember we had Greenhand Common for episode uh, seven. That's, that's having her birthday today. Today's the uh, release date for that one. Last night at around midnight years ago, you... I went out to see that one, probably. Yeah, don't we? Doesn't UK get like two days early? So, yeah, fuck you guys. You know what? <laughs> fuck you, man. You know it? It's not. It's no. not green eggs and ham. I don't know. <laughs> Brighton Rock's no. a great Queen song. If you need a recommendation, Brian May uses delay pedals for this little solo in the middle. It's pretty okay. good. Yeah, I can't remember ever if gone, but like you remember Ando from last year as well. You know, so yeah, maybe Ando was in Brighton. I'm not too sure. Yeah, when it comes to to shooting, you know, so much of the of that B roll and exposition shots and stuff like that, I bet you there's Andor, fifteen other places we'll just never even know about. I never put it out, but Andor filmed like in Wales as well. Andor filmed like not too far away from where I live. Like it was only there like a, literally a yeah. day, but it was it was there, you know. Um, right. And I missed it by a couple of mere minutes, it seems, you know. Like I saw the vans outside, like my petrol station, with the uh, the E E signs in the window, and uh, everything. Yeah. It was just a bad time, you know. You should have got him with the switchblade and be like, "Tell me everything you know, 
or you'll never see your family again. No, it, don't yeah, do it, that. That's a bad it was, idea. It was, it was close to my ends. You know, I would have had backup. Like, <laughs> you, know. you, okay. you ain't getting out of your life unless I see, unless I see Bix firsthand. You know? So, oh, that's fair. Yeah. All right. So here's your article. Oh, there's your website. There's your picture. Uh, Star Wars The Acolyte had reshoots this month. Exclusive by Brian Bestino. That, that's your mm. real name. According to sources, the acolyte is just skip all of the support, Jason. Just be like everybody else on the internet. Skip the support. Okay, yeah. Make sure you (laughs) like my video. Support me on Patreon. Yeah. Um. Send me money. Just send me truckloads of money. We're the same person. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're just a puppet, you know. And Mm. um. So yeah. Okay, yeah, he has a Patreon, so you could give yes. him some, give him some, you know, hey, here's some walk a round money, hun. Say that to him, maybe, if you want to. Smack him on the butt a little bit. Uh, you could go to coffee, and he could be like, mm. oh, here you go. How about you get a drink on me, sugar, or something like that. So, yeah. There you go. Yeah, to, to be fair, I forgot to do the the, the uh, shilling for myself, too. Yeah. Um, According to sources, the Acolyte is or has been undergoing reshoots in the United Kingdom for a number of weeks. I was made aware of the reshoots a couple of weeks ago that took place at the end of November and the start of December when the production ventured to Rixmansworth. At some point in UK history, there was a guy named Rick and he was really worried about the worth of his masculinity and now we have a place called Rixmansworth. A town located in Hertfordshire, England. You know what? You guys just need to rename everything. Everything you guys have. That's what Elstree Studios is. Yeah, name it Elstree. Just name. I mean, go with what you're known for. Come on. So I think they're probably known for more for being a village. You know, the productions. (laughs) Yeah, everything is. Everything is like a fucking Hobbiton fucking name, you know, something with the Shire at the end. I, I wish, I, I wish you could come to Wales and just see the fucking signs. Right? You'll have no idea wait, what, what's going on. They just look like mm. I'm going to Uber. Yeah. I'm going to have the Hobbits Uber me everywhere when I go. Uh, the production set up in a local forest because it's what Hobbits do, and shot for a few nights before moving on. I don't know if the reshoots were planned or not, but I suspect that they are. What, what do you mean by that? You didn't know if they were planned or not, as if there was always nobody the plan? told. Nobody told me, like, specifically, this was always going to happen in this state. Oh, just, I gotcha. This was happening, and like I said, I assume it's planned, because if actors are available and free for it, you know, then they probably have to work them to schedule months in advance. So Yes. I'm of know. the opinion that it is planned because of how the production rushed into Overdrive to get finished before strikes, you know, in general. So I, I suspect that it, that there was get what we can and then we'll do pre-strike shoot, reshoots. Maybe like I, I said, it, it was always planned to to finish in May. It was always yeah, planned. Yeah. Like even Headland was on stage in April mm-hmm. at celebration with us, and she said, "Yeah, we're going to finish in May." And um, mm-hmm. like obviously the writer strike began on the second. So maybe there's things that she isn't quite happy with dialogue wise that she wants to go and change or whatever. But you know, like I said, it's yeah. uh, to to shoot. Because I said this was like the end of November, to, but to shoot that quickly after the the, the strike, which was that concluded at the start of November, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um, the actors one, so it must have been planned to to go yeah. back when they did, because you can't just say, "Hey, in December, you gotta go straight back to the UK and start filming in like two weeks." You yeah. know, like they got schedules, like you can't just do that. 
yeah no the it would be a bigger news story to me or a follow-up news story if if it turned out that this wasn't originally part of the plan Mm, but but here but but of course the people who don't know are gonna probably make it sound like this is because it's in dire straits bro it's -hmm. all falling apart you know but the sexy Uh, headline mm -hmm. i had which i changed was so i was like like undergoing reshoots but i don't actually Mm -hmm. know if it's still happening right now and they might have broken up for christmas break anyway but Mm -hmm. um but just to say like had reshoots this month right just like it sort of almost takes the the you know the currency out of it mm-hmm. if that makes sense so it's gonna make me less money it's gonna be less sexy but you know it's trying right. to be more faithful to it yeah know? for sure so the shoot that took place in Rixmansworth forest focused on two ind- individuals taking part in a lightsaber duel one head eye and one Sith. The Sith appearance, the, sorry, the Sith appeared to be a Manla Stenberg's character, though the appearance of the character is different to the shots of her that featured during the Acolyte trailer shown at Star Wars Celebration. During the Rixmansworth shoot, Stenberg's hair was notably longer and was tied in a unique style. Stenberg's outfit featured a short sleeve dark gray top and dark gray bottoms with black boots and a piece of black clothing placed over the top of the gray shirt. The black item of clothing that sat over the gray shirt flowed down the actress's back like water glistening from a stream, like a cape, and appeared to have a, a similar piece uh, placed in front of the outfit that ran between the actress's legs. What? Come on, but come on. You can sort of mean right I'm like. You could picture yes. that, right? Like, <laughs> well, I don't know if it's if you want to call it a poncho yeah. or not, but because it's not like in the style of a poncho, they had like you could see the arms, her arms still. Like, so you had like the short sleeve gray top. You had like the thing in the back, and then the thing in between the legs. I don't know the name of the item of clothing. You probably know exactly what it's called. Mm-hmm. And, you know, well, you 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 would think I would know what that's called, but that's you some... know the style. Though, I I right? know, like, yeah, yeah, I know exactly what it is. Like like I I know. It, you know exactly what what that what that outfit is. I mean, it's it's not unlike what Ray essentially wears, but it kind of goes down. It kind of like it, it's a bit longer in the crotch in the crotchetal area. Does that sound fair? It seems like so. The back of it was like, like I said, it's like a cape, like it yeah. flows like a cape. But then in the front of it, it was like you had her on the top half. It covered her like you know her chest and her torso, and then you mm-hmm. had this this piece like running between the legs, right? Essentially. That that's right. how it looked. I don't yeah. know how to. I don't know what that's yeah. called, but it, it, it's like yeah, it, it kind of goes down. It, it I I I don't know if it like goes into the into the belt, but I do think it. I do think it's hung over the belt. So I guess we would just call it like for for the show uh, a tiny cape, <laughs> thin cape. <Right. laughs> but so, anyways, the glow that set over the gray shirt flowed down the actress's back like a cape and appeared to have a similar piece in the front of the outfit that ran between the actress's legs. Completing the outfit was a crimson red lightsaber, which Stenberg swung towards her co-star. How how sure are you in your opinion, or that that it is Stenberg and not somebody else? Do, do you comfortable with talking about that? Or well, looking through the cast, it only like fits the description of Stenberg. That's like, very even odd. just like the height and the size of of the person and everything else, and we know Stenberg from. Everything we know about even the trailer and what was going on, that she is, you know, mm-hmm. like the the dark side character, it seems. Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, and that, I mean, but this is the thing. Like, <laughs> I explained it to you, like, you know, me. who mm-hmm. I think the other character is. The other character was way harder to, like, try and figure out. Mm-hmm. But I think I cracked it. Um, and I think they, if there is the two people I think it is, it leads to, like, a greater conflict for the show as to why it would be them both. Mm-hmm. You know? Okay. Do you say who that is in the article? Yes, it's in this, yeah. Okay. This paragraph. As for who the Jedi is, and there it is, I don't know. Onlookers thought the cast member was female initially due to the individual having shoulder-length hair. However, Lee Jung-jae's Jedi character sports hair with a similar length and is believed to be the master of Stenberg's former Padawan. The Jedi had dark hair and was placed atop their shoulders and sported beige-colored Jedi robes with a brown belt. The Jedi swung around a blue lightsaber, which was the color of lightsaber Jung Jai's character had in the Acolyte trailer shown at Star Wars Celebration. Upon further inspection, I think the Jedi taking part in the shoot is Jung Jai's character, but I cannot be certain. So, like, the build of the the actress was, like, significant, because it seemed that if they were a little bit broader on the shoulders... And but that's because it was like I looked through the cast list and I was like it doesn't look like any of these actresses are there. The closest one would maybe be Daphne Keen, but I'm positive Daphne Keen's in the trailer. There was a celebration, like yeah. as an alien, and she had a green lightsaber. Right. Um. Like. Well, and there's 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 another potential possibility just to like you know talk at our way around this mm-hmm. is that what was seen could be Jung Jai's stand-in doing the it fight with close-ups yeah. on Stenberg in this instance, if that is yeah, yeah, yeah. who could the performers be. are. Yeah, because it's it, it can and be, that's the thing, know... like, And on top mm-hmm. of it as well, like, so when Jung Jai was pictured at, like, in, in Wales when we had those set pictures from a year ago, mm-hmm. um, I if you, like, I don't know how many times you've seen the trailer, like, obviously I saw that celebration and everything, and it seems mm-hmm. like, to me, at least different times, like, Right, like different timelines. There's because there's times that Jung Jai's so. character is in that like in those Jedi robes, which is a bit more like gold-ish sort of color. You know the ones yeah. that did leak, and he has shorter hair. But then there's ones where he's teaching in the Jedi Temple, and right. and stuff where he has longer hair, like to his we shoulders. Have, we have we have the the shot with him with a bunch of children, and my assumption is that yeah. the children is Stenberg's character, and then we have a time jump. Well, so does that does they... that fit? Does that fit with what you're saying? I don't know. Like so, okay. Sten, like so, Stenberg throughout that trailer is mm-hmm. in like a purple like cloak and almost like chainmail on her, and she has like like shorter hair, and she can right. be seen um, in pictures from a year ago. Like nobody focused the camera on her, but she's in the background when you see it, and it's a similar hairstyle that she has in the trailer. Okay, right? she is in there. And when they were filming that, like I said, the Jung Jae character has short hair and has like more golden colored robes. Whereas in the trailer, you see him with hair down to his shoulders, and that's when they're doing. Um... I can't see that. It's not showing. Oh, he's gone. No, I'm back. I'm back. I just hit the wrong I... one. Yeah, it's Wait. not. I, I don't know if it's going to let me do it with the background that you could kind of see it there. Sorry, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that's the color robes he had, and that's the hair length of the character. That was with, which is in this forest reshoot, right? Mm-hmm. So his robes are a different color, which to me says to me it's a time jump because the because right. obviously the hair length is significant of that, and this is why I think it's Stenberg and Jung Jae's characters 
Yeah. She's the former Padawan. And what better could, like conclusion to their story is the master and the apprentice have a duel, as we've seen in the past with Star Wars. Right. You know? So that's right. what leads me to believe narratively it could be those. And mm-hmm. like I said, Stanberg earlier on, she has like it look the hair is short. I'm not saying it's short hair, but it's shorter than what it is. Right. And yeah, so we'll see. But um I think it's Jung Jai. And like uh, like that trailer, like at the end they all whip out lightsabers. And mm-hmm. he's the only one with with a blue one, pretty much. Right. Like, you know, of of significance of the characters, this this seems to be him. You know, like yeah. I said, Daphne Keen, I think she has green and Charlie Bennett has has a yellow one and yeah, like it's to me it mm-hmm. leans Lee Jung Jai than anybody else. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, I I could see this narrative going into a place where we start off with a Jedi who's lost his Padawan because of some philosophical dispute or whatever between the two, and she goes her own way. Then we have Sith activity happening. Happening. He starts to investigate. This is my my theory right now. Mm. And then he and then he brings her back in because she's like the cop, like the PI, who's not like bound by the police rules the sarge can't touch her out of his jurisdiction the jedi Mm -hmm. you know and so so she's able to do the things he can't and she begins to like help him and i think that maybe along that way she figures out what's going on or something that's going on or is seduced by it whichever well she is and then by the end yeah then by well then by the end of it he's like we gotta stop you know we gotta we gotta stop we gotta expose this and she's like nah because she thinks that she's the only one who could do it or something like that and then of course we would have the count dukuism that we usually have in those stories is the person who thinks they could stop it joins it and you can't do the wrong thing for the right reasons it's kind of like that moral well she doesn't want to stop it well she's already a part of it Mm -hmm. well she's just like oh i'm gonna help you to cover my own tracks right because we know from like a daphne keen quote from like a year ago that like the Sith Mm -hmm. have already infiltrated the jedi in the show you know, yeah, and she, yeah. Like I said, if a Stanberg there with the with the red lightsaber, don in a black outfit, yeah, good chance of Stanberg. You know, yeah, so yeah, it's, it's completely possible. I mean, yeah, like like I mean, that, like right now we're we're just kind of trying to come up with like what does this look like? Like what is the mm-hmm. outline and what does this mean? And this right here, I mean, it does feel like this would be something from the back end of the show. Considering yeah. it's a duel, it seems intimate. It seems to be in this instance between two characters primarily. Mm-hmm. So you would think it's a back end duel, but when you look at a show like Star Wars Ahsoka, where we had fifteen of those duels going on all the time, it's like you know. And this is during the the height of the Jedi when there are. I mean, how many Jedi are there? We know of at least what ten so far in the show. So it's like it could go well, a lot of different ways. Still, it's the most we've ever seen. Yeah, yeah, so. and and uh, and. It's, I think so too. I mean, when you look at it, when you look at how many you actually see in the prequels, how many we just saw in one shot, you know. But anyways, uh, you go on to write. The acolyte began filming at the tail end of October last year, though Lucasfilm did not. Do you want to put the up on the screen? Oh, do you guys need that? Okay, all right, there you go. Thank you, thank you. The acolyte began filming at the tail end of October last year. The Lucasfilm did not confirm their production start until early November. The series wrapped filming in May of this year is reported by both myself and making Star Wars in June, and I shared that my sources informed me that the Acolyte had wrapped on time in May. Filming on the series primarily took place at Shinfield Studios in Berkshire, England. Do, do you get a do you get like a like a tourist payout for every single time you you drop a, a Berkshire? Like like is there like a Shire commission 
who comes to you and like you know like buys, in, buys you Denny's or something. They pay me in little gold rings, <laughs> golden <Desire>. ingots. <laughs> but anyways, in addition, the production ventured out to various locations around the UK, including the Brecon Beacons National Park in Wales, as well as outside the United Kingdom, shooting scenes in Portugal in the spring, and that was that tropical one and. That's where I think that uh, Scoobius Pip stuff might have been. Remember that story I had about that mm. that, that dude? It's a good podcast, by the way, if you never checked it out. If you want to listen to um, somebody who's probably in Star Wars, I'm very convinced that they are. Uh, I don't know to what role, but uh, since then, since my story has come out, I've seen him. And uh, so I'm even more convinced he is in it. Uh, the Acolyte, which is set during the High Republic era, will follow a former Padawan and her Jedi Master, and this is very on, but it is technically her former Jedi Master, as they investigate... Oh, I know, I know, I know. As a series of crimes, but encounter the forces more sinister than what they've imagined. The series stars Amanda Stenberg, as well as Lee Jung-jai, Daphne Keene, Manny Jacinto, Joni Turner-Smith, Charlie Bennett, Rebecca Henderson, Dean Charles Chapman, Carrie Ann Moss, and Margarita Lavia, do you know how to say her last name? Lavia. I have no idea. Okay, well we'll go with that. So the acolyte has been confirmed various times to release exclusively on Disney Plus sometime in 2024, though it is not known as to when. I previously heard and reported that I was informed that the series was looking to release during the second quarter of 2024, but later shared that the series had likely suffered a slight delay due to Disney shoveling their schedule due to the impact of the strikes. I speculated that the series could release in August of 2024 due to Lucasfilm's affinity for releasing Star Wars series that month. Andor season one and two months and two were planned for August 2022 and August 2024. With Ahsoka releasing in August this year, I exclusively reported that Skeleton Crew had suffered a delay from late 2023 to around November 2024 and Andor uh, season two. Yeah, and then same thing. I could confirm, like I said, and uh, Skeleton Crew is, is holiday of next year. Uh, at Star Wars Celebration, which took place in April, a trailer for the Acolyte debuted, which was shown exclusively to those in attendance. With the trailer once again being shown in May at Disney's Upfront Showcase. The trailer has yet to be officially released, but you can read a description of it below. Should we, should we do the, you... the trailer? That's up to you. Yeah, let's yeah, People want to refresh it. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you can't legally watch the trailer anywhere right now. So the trailer opens with Lee Jung-jai, Jedi Master, teaching a group of younglings inside of a Jedi temple. Oh, and thank you for sending that picture, Chris. I appreciate it earlier. We cut to a mysterious purple hooded figure from behind making their way through the town before walking into a bar of some sort. And we see them targeting a character played by Carrie Ann Moss, who appears to be a Jedi. Jedi drinks. Go about your business. The mysterious figure is revealed to be the series lead, Amanda Stenberg, who's sporting red dreadlocks, a black cloth mask, a metal plate on her chest, and what appears to be chainmail beneath as she swings a small dagger in an attempt to kill Moss. But Carrie Ann dodges every swing with ease. So, what if that's a ruse? What if that's like still when she's a Jedi and it's like some like fucking training thing where they have to like do some war games or something? <laughs> I, I doubt it. But anyways, the trailer continues to show us Charlie Barnett's character using the force complete in the recognizable white and gold robes. Oh, come on. Did you have to? Did you have to? That was when I wrote that, that was specifically for Chris. Yeah. <laughs> of the High Republic Jedi era. era. We see two Nemodians aboard a starship in 
a quick shot interspliced with Stenberg's character creeping around corners and Jung Jai continuing to teach the younglings. Stenberg whips out her dagger and swings it at an unknown character. As Charlie Barnett ignites a yellow lightsaber whilst exploring caverns that appear to be Daphne Keene's character in alien makeup. What kind of alien do we think she is? Do do you recall? The face is like sort of like kind of white. It's like maybe like red or something by her eyes. And I think she has like blonde hair. Not too sure. I don't know what species that is. Yeah. But it's not human, right? It's not definitely. It's it's very human looking, but like it's. Yeah. Humanoid. Humanoid. Right. Okay. When um, we see Rebecca Henderson, Jedi character with white and gold robes, there you go again, doing Chris porn, opening a door in Jedi in the Jedi Temple with the Force, and Manny Jacinto's character looking disheveled, peeking around a corner. Joni Turner Smith's character is seen looking regal as what appears to be her uh, followers open their hands in front of her as she walks through them. So that's the person who we think is like some kind of queen or dignitary or somebody of, of somebody importance, of like, right? Yeah. Yeah, it seems so. And we had uh, shots. Didn't we have shots of her from the UK press that came no. out? No, we didn't have that. Okay. who? I thought that was a thing. Anyways, I can't remember. We had remember shots what's... of like a, this woman I thought might have been like somebody of royalty. Because okay. you had like guards around her. They all had the similar sort of like um, outfits and like weapons. And it was like right. this one woman, and she looked a little bit like a witch, if you remember. Okay. She had, like, the red hair, and she had, like, all that stuff. Like, not red hair, but, like, orange. Mother Talzin yeah. confirmed. Got it. We mm-hmm. see Stenberg swing at Moss once again and her trusted dagger, which is blocked by Moss using the Force. We see Lung J- J- Jung Jai, Charlie Barnett, and an unknown female character, all Jedi, walking up a snowy mountain in the midst of a blizzard. The final shot of the trailer sees uh, Lee Jung Jai and seven other Jedi ignite their lightsabers in a forest location. It's that fucking shot you always get in the video game trailers for like the, the old mm. Republic. And everybody goes, Pretty oh much. my god, why don't they do that on screen? It, There's so they many. Get, they get it, yeah. That's <laughs> a, that's a, obviously, they didn't write all the, all the people in there, but Charlie Banner's character is there. Dean Chapman, and it's you know, all a bunch of them in there, you know, Daffy, yeah. you know, the Wookiee, right. like, you know, so. Right. Yeah. But again, Lee Jung Jai's character is the one with the blue lightsaber. It looks like, to me, it's the character fighting Stenberg's. And it makes sense, I think, if it's the, if it's the, if it's the former Master and Padawan, going toe to toe. I like the idea of showing the Jedi a hundred years plus, whatever it happens to be, 50 to 200 years before. And, um, the blue lightsaber is the rare one. So that way we could identify our protagonist mm-hmm. in yeah, the season more... like very easily. And everybody else has interesting ones that we haven't because, because the it's not played out if you're new to star Wars, if you're a child, but if you've been following star Wars for like 40 years, you see a blue lightsaber. It doesn't really mean the same thing anymore. You're just like, yeah, it's a lightsaber. Mm-hmm. Now. But, mm-hmm. but in that instance, kind of making it and then rare and then having this idea that, Oh yeah, and then as time goes on, it becomes more of his his style of Jedi, whatever. That's kind of fun. I don't know. Mm. I don't like to overthink it, but I just like to think of what the implication is. The implication. The implications, Charlie. All right. Uh, I feel like I'm gonna kill it, Dennis. <laughs> um, Bunsauce says it's goddamn Festivus. So it is Festivus. Mm-hmm. Bunsauce. He was asking if I should do, do look like George Costanza. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. I told them in style only. Um, that's over on r slash Star Wars News. 
where uh, me and Bun Sauce, we've been having some back and forth. He's been he's been trying to put me in my place. It ain't gonna work, Bun Sauce. About what? Uh, What's he trying to put in your place about? Um, he's just—he's just a bossy little guy, you know. He's just like, yeah, you know, I'm really in here contending with 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 the big boys, bumping elbows, you know. One of those guys. No, I'm kidding, mm-hmm. Bunsauce. I love you, Bunsauce. I don't know who the fuck you are, but I love you. You crazy son of a bitch. All right. Anyways, uh, you had uh, another article. We actually did a show. Uh, it seems like we haven't done a show in a few days, but we did do a show, and uh, it's pretty much lost. It's pretty much the uh, lost show. I went back to it, had crinkly audio for no fucking reason. That wasn't art. It was like hey, I think the it was service. Streamyard. I think it, yeah. Yeah, it was probably StreamYard was having some hiccups that day. Usually, though, for what it's worth, when they have a mistake, they usually send an email going like, look, something went wrong. We're sorry. Mm-hmm. You know, nothing on that day. Mm-hmm. So, but anyways, point being, uh, yeah, that one's lost. So we're going to hit the, this article from last week again, just because, you know, I know a lot of you guys are busy and you don't get to go read things on the internet or you, you just haven't been able to keep up with the holiday season. So if you did miss it, here it is. If you saw that live stream, well, we're going to do it again. And, um, you know, because most people sequel. didn't see it. Like, it was... most, I, I think 20 people saw it probably. <laughs> And uh, yeah, so this is uh, Star Wars The Mandalorian Season 4 to begin filming in February 2024 exclusive. And uh, right here we have the Man- the Mandalorian on, what is this, a urine planet? It looks very ugly. All right, the fourth season kind of, of cloudy. the Mandalorian. He needs to drink more water. <laughs> oh man, he's got, he's got kidney stones. All right, the fourth season of The Mandalorian was due to begin filming in late September of this year at Manhattan Beach Studios. California. However, filming was de- delayed indefinitely due to both the Writers Guild of America strike and the SAG after strikes. Now that both strikes have been resolved, Lucasfilm are busy with pre-production on the series once again, as hinted at by one of Din DeGeron's actors, Brendan John Wayne. A couple of weeks ago, when he said that season four was gearing up for filming, I've said in articles and on podcasts recently that filming would begin filming in the early part of next year. And now I've had multiple sources tell when. Do you remember that old episode of my old podcast where I was like, it's John Wade's grandson. Do you remember that? I That was a weird one because I immediately got the other actor, the dark skinned dude with the, with like the dreads. Latif. Yeah, Latif. I had like people said to me, no, that's him, you fucking idiot. And I was like, hey, man, uh, I think there's everybody but Pedro, homie, is playing this guy right now. But, anyways. Um, and yeah, that's and still true to this day. It's everybody but Pedro playing this it, guy. Everybody but Pedro. <laughs> but that's that's going to be the Star Wars book we write together about the production of The Mandalorian for the first five seasons. That's everybody gonna be but our, Pedro. Like, sitcom. It's going to be going to make a sitcom <laughs> called Everybody But Pedro and Pedro never appears. Pedro show. never goes. Everybody talks about him. He's mm-hmm. he's the every, the light of everybody's life, and mm-hmm. he's never there. Daddy's not home. He likes to be daddy a lot on the internet, and you know what? Daddy's not there for us at all. No. Not this time. Uh, you can support Bespin on Patreon See, I and Coffee. You. I tricked you. I wrote a big paragraph of I put this one after it. See? I like that. See? I like that. Yeah. I like what I you're doing there. Yeah, I picked no. Santa more than anybody, to be honest with you. And, and, and same, make sure you like this video. And oh, by the way, on Inst- if you're watching on Instagram, there is a bug with Instagram that StreamYard is ironing out right now. And it only lets you stream for one hour. So once we hit the one hour mark on Instagram, it will die. 
So if you are watching along and we haven't finished yet, come over to YouTube and you can you can watch the rest there. Um, eventually, it won't be a problem, but apparently, it is this week. So I, I have I had an email from them saying that they're going to fix it. So, anyways, uh, yeah, and uh, like the videos where, wherever you're watching it, and uh, become a channel member on YouTube. And if you can't become a channel member on YouTube, become a Patreon supporter of myself and Bestman Bulletin on our respective Patreons. I and re- go to coffee.com forward slash Bestman Bulletin to give me a tip. Nothing but the there, tip. There you go. Give him the tip. You give know what I mean? Just the tip. That's all he can handle. Is that oh, true? Yeah. Oh, or yeah, can I'm, very you, you, I'm very tight. I, yeah. I think you. I think you want a lot. I think you want more money than that. So say you could. Take I, I'm. I'm tight and dry. You know. Maybe that gets me more money. <laughs> okay. You know. So according to at least two sources, and I, I will back you up, and be your third, <laughs> <laughs> the Mandalorian with my two sources, that we I think collectively have four on this one on this Bestman Bulletin report. So it's fucking four solid. sources. Oh, Better and some fun sources. Right, yeah, and then I, yeah, there was even one one guy who's like, uh, hey, don't don't include me in that, and I was like, oh, I didn't even think about you, but five sources now, five sources now. No, this is the thing, right? Like this, Mm -hmm. uh, like because people like I don't know online, think we're the same person. Um, they like this, they don't know that we like coordinate stuff, you know. Mm -hmm. So like, I was supposed to put the athlete out last week, and this (laughs) out like the week before. And we got to a point of like, well, I had Neil. I, I, I've had Neil a long time. And you were like, well, I'm I've been telling like, you to put Neil out for how yeah. many months now? Like yeah. forever? So I, was like, so I was like, and then you were like, right, I've got all these other characters. Like, I've got more sources backing them up. So I'm, yeah. I'm going to put them out. I'm like, okay, I'm going to do Neil. You're going to do those. And I'm just going to delay the Acolyte, the Mandalorian stories. You know? Yeah. Um, so this is all, yeah, like we coordinate. You know, so we can all have yeah. our time in the sun and, yeah. you know, have our days. So, yeah. yeah. So, this, yeah. so this is again, like this came out like last like week or something, but this, I've known mm-hmm. this for like, I don't know, since the November, mid November or something. I don't know. Right. Like, from, from sources or whatever. And like, yeah, then you came to me and like much later on and was like, yeah, like I got sources on this now. And this is backs up where I've been saying, where I, you know, what we've been hearing and, yeah, but this was yeah, this, is, and, this, this was written weeks ago. Yeah, and 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 the caveat that I would add to this, mm-hmm. at least it's probably in here somewhere. I don't know if it is, but around, but sometime between now and in January, you're going to see a lot of building going mm-hmm. on in the area, and yeah. people are going to start reporting that it's filming, but it's not. It's like in the past. You would you would get filming and sorry um, production ramping up in late August in September, and people would be like it's filming and it's like no it actually starts filming in October though like every single time like that's what happens it doesn't really matter because all they care about is that it, that it's happening but there mm-hmm. is kind of like we have seen sets go up on Star Wars productions without a f- an ounce of filming or a, a, you know a shot ever being completed and then get torn down and it's Obi Wan's. Obi Wan's an example of that, you know. Obi Wan and Pinewood. There was a big, big lot at the back, which was Tatooine. It yeah. was there for for months and months and months. Mm-hmm. Never shot on it. Um, yeah, a couple of days people... ago, I was I was going through my files and I found uh, the Luke and Leia uh, casting private mm-hmm. casting call for that. It has all the actors who tried out for it. So that's why I haven't put it out because I don't think it's right to put out child actors' names. It just feels weird to me. Um, 
but yeah, like they were, they were very, very far along with, I mean, they went as far with Obi-Wan as doing casting for the UK and none of that carried over. I don't think, Yeah, I don't the think there's is, anybody did. Mm-hmm. I mean, the thing is as well with the, um, with the, the Mando film, when the sets do start going up and whatever, there's always a race for people, not for us necessarily. Yeah. Because sources will tell us like, oh yeah, we're <laughs> filming now. We're started filming. Like, right. but, there's other outlets and other like whether they're small time or whether they're like you know one of the big boys they want to get it first they'll be like okay there's a set being built right now it's filming and then mm-hmm. but again but it probably isn't it's gonna take like six weeks after you first see any movement for it to be officially filming um, right but you might just start seeing people in january saying it's filming just because there's a little bit of movement in el segundo or something mm-hmm. you know and I, we'll tell you when it's filming. We always have, you know, like yeah. Well, and and that's going to happen again as we approach the summer for the Ray film. Mm-hmm. At some point, mm-hmm. whether it's April, May, or even early June, they're going to start saying, "Oh, it's filming," and it's no, it's 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 building. And um, I do think though, on on the Mando one, it just depends on how celebratory uh, Favreau is on whether we hear anything about it or not. And when when it uh, when it comes to uh, um, the Ray film, I do think that will probably get a Lucasfilm typically... announcement. In more recent times, they have told us when things film. So, yeah. like, even though they're like about a week or two, about a week late on act, like they said that I was filming now, and like with Ahsoka, like I think within the first week they told us it was filming. Mm-hmm. Um, so they've got a bit better with it, but they never tell us when it ends when principal photography finishes we'll yeah. know we'll because we have sources like oh yeah, both, we, when, yeah. They, they've, got, like they've gone on to make barbie four or something like that you're like there we yeah. go we definitely yeah. know it's over now yeah <laughs> so yeah but carry on oh yeah, yeah yeah here we go okay according to at least two sources the mandalorian season four is gearing up to start filming sometime in february it could be late january but february seems more realistic from what i've been hearing for a number of weeks I don't know how long filming is set to last on the fourth season, but if it follows the production of the Mandalorian season three and one and two, probably it'll likely film for six months, meaning it would wrap by August, like on the Mandalorian season three, they went and oh, um, kept going. Yeah. On the Mandalorian season three, like, like I said, like, you know, there was that whole sequence with that monster on the inside. Originally mm-hmm. it was a witch. Mm-hmm. They like had to do so much. I mean, that was mostly an ILM headache to deal with, to changing it from a witch to that General Grievous style monster machine mm-hmm. man. I don't know what you call that thing. And um, uh, but they ended up doing like almost, I think, two rounds of reshoots on on Mando. They ended up not getting Pedro for stuff that they thought they could have, and that that added a couple of things to, to the reshoot. He and he was, yeah. Uh, I'm guessing he. W- I'm guessing that when they needed the confirmation he couldn't give it and then it was mm-hmm. like okay it's plan b or c now and then he was free but it was like you know what the trains left the station i i'm guessing that's what what happened there um i'll hopefully someday get the answer to that but i haven't had I a think casual so. I, I always, enough i always think mm-hmm. it's funny because i was like during the production of mando 3 like i knew pedro's what you call it his um schedule for the last of us i knew he yeah. had like, basically this two or three month break and i was like oh that's where he's gonna do mando mm-hmm. you know I remember yeah. like every day almost like trying to find out if he was there, if he'd been there. I'm like, nope. <laughs> like yeah. he never went. You know, there's pictures of him just in LA doing stuff and he was like not going there. It was 
because you filmed The Last of Us in um in Canada. Um, right. I think that's where they're going again this season. I assume they are. And he starts filming that in February. Okay, Something that's that. not in this because it's only like come out like yesterday or today. Mm-hmm. Katie Sackhoff starts shooting a film, uh, shooting a TV show in February. Okay, that's, that's not this. Yeah, um, yeah. it's a sci-fi show. I can't remember what it's called. But... I, I would, yeah, and and it it would be in my opinion that Mando three likely won't won't feature the other Mandalorians at first. Mando four. Mando four won't feature the the other Mandalorians besides Din at first. I Mando imagine forever. Mando forever. I like that. Um, it's very very nineties. We could get sealed to do the song. It would um, make it infinitely better. Kissed by a Grogu in the rain. All right, here we kissed go. Kissed by a Rose Tico. <laughs> oh shit! Oh, somebody just had a heart attack. I love Rose Tico. <laughs> Justice for Rose. Bring her back. Give her something to fucking do, JJ. Fucking asshole. Um, I've been hearing the February start for a number of weeks, and though things could well easily change as of the time of this writing, I'm hearing a February start. And yeah, I think like like it, it's not out of the question in January that they might fucking film something to see how it looks on screen outside or do lighting tests mm-hmm. with the camera. It's gonna be February though. I mean, I just just based off of who I know and w- the people who I know where they're at, I highly doubt it would be January. I think it's going to be February too. As to when the Mandalorian season four will debut on Disney plus. I've always heard 2025 and have written about that several times in the past, even before production was halted due to the strikes. I was told the Mandalorian season four was looking to release in the earlier part of 2025. And now it'll likely be a little later than first planned. The Mandalorian season three debuted on Disney plus an entire year after the series wrapped in March, 2022 hitting our screens in March of this year. Obviously, at the t- at this time, we don't know how long this season will spend in post-production. But if it follows the season before, it could be that we won't see it on the stream streaming service until the summer. But this is merely my own speculation. But again, just to like, because this is my own conspiracy theory. Okay. And so nobody takes this as, as shit. This is literally just me being a little weirdo. Okay. If this films for six months, that takes us to August, right? Okay. Right, February to August. Yeah. If it's in post production for a year, that's August twenty twenty five. And when does Luke from like recent shows? August. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The uh the uh, thing about it that about that one is it does depend on how much post it needs. Like with with those shows that are volume based, we know that it a lot of the visual effects are done before it ever even starts filming. Mm-hmm. And so so I, I think when they when they let it go that long, um, well in the past it did go that long, and it's like for one of the reasons, like I said, the expulsion of the witch to that one character. That was a big mm-hmm. you know, undergoing big thing for ILM to all of a sudden have to do this whole sequence and what amounted to, you know, a, a full episode or you know, I don't know what would you call it—a quarter of a film, half of a film's worth of visual effects for that character, and um, so like on this one, hopefully it being more focused means we do get it earlier. But yeah, but when you look at it like as well, it, so Andor was in early twenty twenty five now. Andor, like, because Andor wasn't there, I would yeah. say it'd be earlier. Yeah, but yeah. Andor's gonna run for twelve weeks, right? So, you know, and and, and 
go on. Sorry. You've got to think as well. There's also like other big content that Disney does want to prioritize. Right. Like, like Daredevil's coming out in 2025. And they, and that's like 18 episodes. They, mm-hmm. They're going to want to like, you know, have that be a staple. Like that's without question the most anticipated Marvel series that they have incoming. I'd say you so. Know? Yeah. So, you have Andor, this 12 episodes, you have Daredevil, that's 18, and you have, like, obviously, Mando, which is eight. That's a lot of, like, the, that's, that's the three big shows to release. You know, right. I'm not saying that Daredevil couldn't overlap in Andor. It'd probably be the one they wouldn't mind overlapping with, because something... Yeah, like, the, like the, over, the overlap of, of a huge show with 18 episodes that is building an audience might be good to have Andor come out in, the, in mm-hmm. some time in that thing and to, and to double up. But... I think that what you're hitting on is the is the mindset we should generally have about the Star Wars shows is we should probably expect two a year with them if they if things go according to what you would think they're doing one in the first half and one in the second half some in some form yeah because we know but, as well with yeah with Marvel that year they're gonna have Daredevil uh, Ironheart which is already done that's in the bag it's ready to go. Right and Wonder Man, they have three Marvel shows live action for that year. We have two Star Wars, and that's that's their year. Like Disney, like look, look at next year. We're not gonna mm-hmm. have a lot during the first half of the year, right. and then we're gonna like a you know the backload. Yeah, so we're gonna get we're gonna get Agatha, and I, and, and I don't think that's what they wanted. I think that's just their reality right now. That's just the reality now, yeah. Yeah. Like, but that's the thing. The, the other shows they have planned about that year, like Daredevil, it was supposed to be late 2024. That's okay. in 2025. Like, right. because of the strikes, you know? So their plans have shifted. Yeah. And, yeah, to, to them, it makes more sense to go, right, let's do Athlete in, like, the summer. Then let's go Athlete, and then we land the year with Skeleton Crew, you know? Yeah, like, 2024 is going to be on the lighter, shitty side for entertainment it sounds like 2025 is when we get back into full swing would you say yeah like i oh yeah like i just said i told you i have friends who work at like cinemas and stuff and they've been having meetings of like what the next year's gonna look like and they're thinking it's gonna be a bad year for them and but 2025 will be great because of the the films coming out and if you look at it across the board in the industry like yeah 2025 looks good for, for tv shows and movies and video games 2025 looks a bit lighter in mm. general, you know, so. But 2024, you get your Kanye record. No, Kanye is supposed to be this month still. No, no, 2024, you're going to get your Kanye record. Uh, no, <laughs> I'm no. looking around because remember it was supposed to come out like days ago and then it's not out. It was supposed to, yeah. Like, I'm already <laughs> done now. I don't know. Like, it's all over the place. I don't know. Um, but so you go we'll on see. to write. There will be no shortage of Star Wars content in 2024 with the release of two live-action series, The Acolyte and Skeleton Crew, the latter of which is set during the same time as The Mandalorian, and two animated series, The Bad Batch Season 3 and Tales of the Jedi Season Dose. In terms of live-action series, I believe The Acolyte will release first and suspect it'll be sometime in the summer of 2024, probably August, given Lucasfilm's affinity to release the series that month. As I've said in the past, with Skeleton Crew arriving later in November... And end or season two, unfortunately, slipping into the early part of 2025, as I shared in sub- exclusively in September. 
meaning we'll get at least two live action series in both. I'm going to do it for the Ando thing because you know I got fucked for the Ando hey. like, recently. I just think it's adorable and cute that you think doing anything is going to get you the credit you deserve with these fucking people because right. it's not. <laughs> they're, they're just too fucking stupid. I'm sorry. I, I was I was laughing today because I was thinking like I was my my daughter had a performance at school and uh I was like waiting in lo- in like the line just like sitting there it was like I was like first unfortunately well fortunately but you know what I mean I'm and I'm like oh it's been how many years since the Force Awakens and I'm thinking about how that was like when I was like proven l- legit. And then I'm like, yeah. Then I went and I broke the plot of Rogue One and all the characters and the cast and mm-hmm. what it was about. Oh no, nobody, nobody gives me credit on that. And then on the the last Jedi, I got like what the arc of the story was and all of the stuff, but fucking porgs and everything. You know what I mean? Like the whole thing. Uh, as far as you know, it wasn't as much as TFA. So at people acted like it got nothing from it, which was fucking insane. And then on um, the Solo, only thing they ever like trying point to you at with the last Jedi is mm-hmm. the Knights of Ren run Octo. Because right. people were like in the robes to hide their costumes. Yep, and so. and now and and that was me going. There's fucking like 15 people all saying this, and then I'm like showing them the pictures. They saw the pictures and they said yes. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. but that wasn't that was an instance of me having to, you know. But once again, it, it's it's about that 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 star, you know, that Star Wars news net slash Star Wars leaks. Uh, Pojima, who I offended. 10 years ago and he's still a little crying baby about it. Oh, Pojima, oh, crying baby about it. And he's still doing that. And so they further that like narrative because they're idiots. But then I go on episode nine and then you'd think once again, it was all Reddit when the episode nine guy was chasing me with his bullet points the whole time. But uh, point I, being- I was also there for episode nine. You were there for episode nine too. And yeah, we were talking. That's when we started talking, I think. And then yeah. like fucking Kenobi grand slam that shit. Point being, I mm-hmm. still put out accolade or I'm sorry, um, skeleton crew names and was called mm-hmm. a fucking liar and a fraud. <laughs> is it actually? Yes, we cannot win. It is why fucking did they call impossible. you a liar over like uh, over like a skeleton crew name? Like... Because because it's impossible for these things to leak. You have to understand that Lucasfilm is a right. tight. It's t- so tight. It's so tight. Mm-hmm. You have no idea, man. You're never gonna get into it. You know, what they don't know is a little dick like me can get into tight spots. All right. Anyways, um, last week it was reported, but yeah, you deserve your credit and you're never going to get it. But I, I acknowledge you, Bespin. Last week it was reported by Jeff Snyder of the Hot Mic that the fourth season of The Mandalorian was to be turned into a film instead of remaining as a Disney Plus series. This report from Snyder follows a report from Making Star Wars that was released in July. MSW shared in July that here Disney Lucasfilm executives were considering various options for the fourth season of The Mandalorian and that turning the season into a film was simply an option being considered, though it was an option Disney executives liked. The July report mentioned that the option was being considered due to the strikes that were going on at the time and the idea could be taken a little more seriously depending on how badly the production of The Mandalorian season four would be impacted by the strikes. And, um, Without getting into you know too much of the of the sexy like drama stuff, I'm of the opinion that a couple of executives would prefer the Mandalorian become the next film. That they want they want to fast track that more than they want the Ray film. 
they they've seen Mando success. And and honestly, I'm of the opinion that I don't know. I don't know if your TV success translates to film success. I don't know if something that people have been watching on TV means that they're going to go out and see it in the theater. I don't know if Lucasfilm is even, um, you know, flexible enough to be able to, to make people understand that they, they just seem to get like in mental lock and have a hard time conveying when shows take place, why it's well, that the, era the, and, the and where it's going to be. The is, is going to mm-hmm. depend on that. It's going to depend on it is. who saw Mando and Ahsoka and everything going to support it. And they got three yeah. years to figure it out. And Less when you let, think, well, you, yeah, you know. yeah, but 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 had it, and and but mm. what they're what they're wanting is they need to figure it out yesterday, like how they're mm. going to go about that and stuff. But I mean, but anyways, so I, I yeah, and and um, just to be clear, for the tenth time, I'm not debunking what Jeff Snyder said. I'm simply saying people have asked me what my opinion is, and my opinion is that that's what's going on there, and my opinion is that it. Um, I don't know anybody who I know people who work on all of the star Wars projects and I don't know anybody who <laughs> thinks that they're going to make that right now. And I don't, and, and to be honest with you, I don't know anybody who thinks that they're going to make the Ray film right now either though. So <laughs> it seems like it's, it's still, it's still a few months off before people start really knowing what's up. So anyways, uh, yeah, Jeff Snyder. So we don't know if it would be impacted by the strikes you wrote. Following Snyder report on Friday, I had two sources reach out to me over the weekend and tell me that the Mandalorian season four is still a Disney plus series and not a movie and reaffirmed the plan to start filming. The new season was still February. One source remained confident in the next star Wars movie being that led by Daisy Ridley, which will see Ridley return as Ray Skywalker and a film being written by Stephen Knight and to be directed by Charmaine Obey Chinoy. The Rafe Skywalker film is set 15 years after the events of Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker, and will follow Rey as she attempts to construct a new Jedi Order. From what I've heard, the Rey flick is still looking to film sometime in 2024 at Pinewood Studios London. And that is very, very accurate. It has to be. You know, it has to be. It has to film in 2024. <coughs> Excuse me. Earlier this week, Making Star Wars also shared that he had heard from sources that The Mandalorian Season 4 is still being planned as a series and not a movie, as it was reported by Jeff Snyder. MSW added that he believes that Snyder's information was likely correct in the past, that Disney were considering the option of turning season four into a film, but believes the information might just be outdated. I spoke with Making Star Wars over the weekend in regards to the topic, and we had both had had um, heard separately from individuals, individual sources that season four is currently still being prepared, prepped as for whatever. Is I'm fucking this up bad. Season four is currently still being prepared as a season of TV and not a theatrical film. If You're there's doing a Santa? No, um, it's, no, I think it's actually a typo. Um, yeah. Both had separately heard from individual sources that season four is currently still being, is still be prepared. That's what's fucking me up. It's okay. just a little little typo. I don't want to point it out, but you made me, yeah, yeah. but you called it's me Santa. It's uh, oh, it's not, it's not on screen. Well, okay, that's, that's not my fault. I didn't take it off. Um, <laughs> I think it's the elves. Santa's elves trying to fucking fuck me up. I think they're mad at me for Santa support over the years. If there's any update on the Mandalorian season four, I'll be sure to update readers. Obviously there things are subject to change, but as of right now, it appears as February is when the fourth season is still looking to start filming. So uh, we're about to lose Instagram. So bye Instagram. See you guys later, but you got, you got all the DN news. Now we'll deal with the chat for a bit, but yeah, on, on that, that, um, I mean, it doesn't it, it doesn't take like a rocket scientist to, to figure out like what was originally 
reported by by me back in the day and then what Snyder's reporting now and what that would mean for the Mandalorian is I was hearing that the core of the main part of the story was going to be would would be that film mm-hmm. and that, that and then that would lead into Filoni's original film idea and mm-hmm. that they were going to have to basically take in that situation the the TV story plot points that were pertinent to that film and turn that into a movie to connect to the second film mm-hmm. and um and so I don't see how it goes to film in February and um that's happening because mm-hmm. it would mean that you'd have all of these scenes and disparate things but you would need a new skeleton a new structure to hang those plot those those scenes and those those things on and um, it just seems highly unlikely unless they're going to do some kind of like sideways story kind of shit. You know, here's what Mando's doing. And then we get the film and it's like something else. I, I just, it's too convoluted for star Wars. I don't think they would do it. Mm. You know, uh, I don't believe that it, that would be the uh, case. And uh, hopefully Santa. Yeah. Santa was a little under the weather on Friday. So we, we do hope he, he's feeling, feeling good. I, I messaged him yesterday. I better deliver my presents. I mean, I don't want to <laughs> sick bullshit, you know? <laughs> right. That's fair, dude. That's fair. But, yeah, so, so Mando's not until until 2025. There's supposed to be elements of Skeleton Crew that are pertinent to it, but I, I can't for the life of me figure out what those are at this point. It probably won't be until we know a little bit more on Skeleton Crew and a little bit more on Mando 4 and that we can see what those cross connections are you know like you know there was uh i was talking to somebody in the industry and they're like yeah i i think um mando goes after the the kids and skeleton crew and i was like is you know this they're like they're like look into that and i'm just like well i don't know what that means so we talked about it as a theory in the past right like it's like it's that's that's why we were talking about it as a as yeah. as that and and it's, so it's like you know is that does that happen I I don't know and I'm not saying that did so don't add that in some Reddit document where I'm saying that's, that's, what's going that's on. Get, no it's gonna be fucking tweeted you know <laughs> I'm not you yeah. yeah yeah I can't be more fucking clear that like that was something I saw to look into and then I I I didn't get anything on it you know but yeah and then. Yeah, he says, "Don't forget uh, Ahsoka too," and that was always something that was kind of a prerequisite to that film too. But I, I would, I would have to think, in my opinion, if Ahsoka two doesn't happen before that se- that that season, there there two paths are: Ahsoka's in the movie, and we don't know how they got there. Then they do the season and explain how she got there, which is, I guess, possible. But I would also think it would be just as easy to not put Ahsoka into the film in the end. Even though it does sound like the agenda is uh, a Star Wars TV Avengers, you know, kind of, kind of deal. Pretty much. So that would kind of go against that, I think. But can't wait to see Neil be the Hulk of that movie. Yeah. <laughs> in, in the uh, Neil Buster, because nobody cared about the about the the Grogu one. They're like, okay, we we'll, we would get that scoop. There's a fucking Neil Buster. Nobody cared. <laughs> nobody would care. It's, no. Even though it's great. But well, we we did it, man. Should we go play Fortnite now? No, there's hardly. I thought more people would have been chatty today, considering you, know, you haven't you haven't talked to them in a long time. You know they, you know? you know, sometimes sometimes they're all about it. Sometimes they're not. I I think when I ignore them too long and read the articles, mm-hmm. then then they just get like, uh, we're not chatting. <laughs> hey KG, how's it going? And um, Spruzy says Mando will probably save them in the season finale. Yeah. I mean, you you could you could see a scenario too, where 
um, Hera and those who couldn't go after Ahsoka do send Mando, do pay Mando and Grogu to go get them. You know, and then you could also have Mando and Grogu having to deal with what they're dealing with on that planet, then bringing them home, which would obviously probably be fans. So if Mando gets like, so he's hired by the parents because he's taking jobs now, right? Yeah. Um, or like the Republic, New Republic, you know, because he's going to take jobs from those as well. Say like, hey, this, these kids are lost. We haven't got the time, we haven't got the resources. You want to do it? You know, right. pays well, wherever. Finds them, and as he's out there, he recognizes a familiar beacon or sort of some kind, mm-hmm. or or like Ahsoka does, or vice versa. Like, yeah, you know, it, it could well, go that sort of way. Also, I mean, never forget that um, there's always a chance, like you, like you said, that she calls out to Grogu, right? That's what you were actually. I you were inspiring my mind as you said that. Um, yeah, is that it, she might she might go to that one of those beacons, but she also just may be able to call out to him since they've had a connection in the past. Like if it mm-hmm. happened, I would be like, okay, I would be fine with that. You know, if they never mm-hmm. met and then it happened, I'd be like, that's fucking kind of a stretch. Mm-hmm. But the fact that like she was like with Luke and stuff like that, you know, there's there's, there's possibilities of that kind of stuff. There's a, a possibility that it that it Ahsoka finds one of those and calls Luke Skywalker, and Luke Skywalker calls out calls Mando and Grogu and says, "Go get our friends." You know what I mean? It's I'm Luke Skywalker. I'm kind of busy here. I got these weird droids putting bricks everywhere. You see these guys? How they work? If I turn I, my head for one second, just, they stop working. Let me just. Let me just that like that. I don't know. You said it, and that like pissed me off for some reason because we don't because <laughs> we don't know when that fucking takes place anymore. Like when did Ahsoka go and pay Luke a visit? And what did they even do? What was she doing there? Like I think it was Shinshi Shinshi. That's in the air canal. She doesn't do shit like there. Yeah, she's just hanging out, you know. Yeah, yeah. But when did that happen? You know, because Ahsoka season, like Amanda season two, we arrest fucking I can't remember her name, the magistrate chick, and then like Morgan Elsbeth. Yeah, Morgan Elsbeth, and then we're like in the situation in, in Ahsoka season one. We're like, yeah, now they're transporting the prisoner, and then like, oh, now we're doing this. We're going to this other fucking galaxy. Everything. When did yeah. Boba Fett happen? You know? Well, if you read my fan fiction, the claiming of Luke Skywalker, as mm-hmm. Bunsaw says, they boint. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, right right now, is it, were they, were they there for a year? <laughs> is, you know, hopefully we get, it took a we year get something. For, like, for it to be transported and for that process to go down. Yeah. You know, nobody decided to break Morgan Elsbeth out for the entire year. Like, come on. Yeah, I mean, she is literally, like, going to get processed. Like, mm. she is, you know, or she's going to stand trial, right? She's in the jumpsuit in the beginning of the show, which means she's been in a jail. But I, I guess you could, if they really want to go, like, libertarian, they could be like, yeah, she was in, you know, processing for for a year because government, government don't work. Government and don't work! And we've seen, like, when you look at, you know, how... He he got me. Moff Gideon got out, and it's like, well, you tell me, Elsbeth told Shayla, uh, like Balin and Shin to come and get in a year. Did she only make contact with them after a year in prison? Like, what well, happened? The, the Republic showers are pretty sexy. You might want to hang out there for a year before you get picked up. Think about it. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense, does it? No. I, I mean, and unless. Unless we, you know, I, I, I think that in the end, 
they're going to have to make some matter. some book yeah in the end it doesn't even matter no they're going to probably have to make some bullshit up like oh yeah they were supposed to go save her but uh ben and she, you know ben ben and, ben, ben and shaylin i almost called her ben, ben and shaylin balin and shin had to go you know Somebody got tied up just make the photoshop of like a bin with shin's face and a lightsaber <laughs> yeah you throw your lunch in it but but it yeah, works the... In, the, in the original thing though when it was like a few days you know or a couple of weeks because you could yeah. understand that like, oh she's been going through process for like a few weeks and during yeah, yeah. the time ahsoka did go and pay luke a visit mm-hmm. you know but it's, it's just favreau go you know talking out of his ass like for those yeah. interviews like he it, the original thing works you know mm-hmm. he just doesn't like that it's like oh well yeah i made the story it's big story decision to send luke away with grogu and grogu comes back in mere weeks you know yeah yeah that's what he doesn't like because he yeah and he said in one of the interviews like he can't write them separately they have to be written together so mm-hmm. i think it's just you know he's not great with um I, well, he's not great as well. He's a fantastic director. Like, I always give that to Favreau. He is a good director. Oh, for sure. But, but I don't think writing is a strong suit. You yeah. know, and if you write yourself into a corner of like, okay, these characters are separated, this, you know, and your immediate thought is, well, I can't work with them separately. I need to bring them back together immediately. Right. Then that's on you as a creator. Yeah. yeah, or if Lucasfilm made you do it and you just don't like how it went and you're maybe being stubborn and trying to hold out with your original concept, because I could see a different different reality where that didn't happen and he does stay mm-hmm. there for a year and he is training and they were able to do more stuff with Luke Skywalker and all that expensive fun. And then mm-hmm. Disney was like, no, we don't want you to do that now. And then he's like being a little bit stubborn about it. Uh, that's possible. Well, use that something's off. Like... Something's off, though, right? We can mm-hmm. we could all agree something's not right. Something is. Mm-hmm. There's some turmoil here, some confusion, and something that makes that those plot points not connect um, smoothly for for the fans who care about the the normal people don't give a shit. They're just like okay, no, no. but but for the fans who are following along at home, it doesn't really connect, right? Yeah, normal normal people, casual people, don't care. Yeah. They don't know. They're like they don't know that John Favreau said, "Oh, it's been the same as real time, so like a year." Or yeah, you know, like they don't know he said that. They just watched right. the fun show on Disney Plus. And it's only in Star Wars that I ask how many days is this film because I never think that when I wa- when I watched Fast and the Furious, I was never like, "Well, this is over five point five days." You just don't do that. You do this shit with Star dude, Wars because we're dude, weird. Me and Pev, me and Pev, we've had some things that don't make sense, man. Like, <laughs> we were like, we see, we've seen Letty's grave. We know the year she was born, and then mm-hmm. we see her as a teenager in class ten. And I'm like, hold on, was Dom, <laughs> was was Dom doing stuff underage? Like, yeah, you know, it's yeah, it's uh, it does happen when you when you're too deep in the fandom, you know. Yeah, yeah, it, it happens. Um, KG gave a two dollar super chat. And things says thanks for all the leakage of this year. Thank you, KG, and uh, channel member Cascadian One Hundred One. Uh, I just bought Bestman a, a coffee. You should too. What a legend! What a guy! Yeah. And KG, mm-hmm. good people. Um, yeah, but when it yeah when it comes to like like that that timeline stuff, I would imagine there'll be some Pablo Hidalgo based book that like irons it all out and some some shit, but. 
at the end of the day, you either go with um, Favreau was wrong and misspoke and then just doubled down and or was confused mm. and tired on the press thing, which is possible. Or you believe that the Mandalorian took the bus for a year. Up to you. <laughs> Choose yeah. your own adventure. You know, I know sometimes... Rob somewhere like Steven. He's just that's just popping his brain somewhere and he's raging. He's snapping pencils. You know? Yeah. That uh, power is never getting grown. Bun is being nice to us. He says, I he agrees with Jonesy. Jason and crew, Rob probably hiding in the chat. I appreciate you much. Thank you, Bun Sauce. We appreciate you too. It means a lot. But I think we're gonna get I, I, I and we we're on the same page with this one too, that we're gonna see Acolyte as our next show. So that's and Acolyte is the the main show on Disney Plus for twenty twenty four the flagship show. It's gonna be the one with all the ads and the uh, trailers and all that kind of jazz. It will probably start getting heavy when we hear something closer to an ironed out release date. We'll probably start to see it showing up in the Disney Plus videos of the year kind of stuff and everything like that. And they'll probably tease Skeleton Crew, but. With Skeleton Crew being November, I imagine um, we probably are going to see that same dumb shot of Jude Law for <laughs> another fucking six months, unfortunately. I hope I'm wrong. I'd love to be wrong on that. Well, the thing, like, when they had the, the little thing of, like, it's come to Disney Plus in 2024, like last year, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, that is isn't even English. And... And, and that shot was at the end of that, so you know that shot was like held, like they didn't know what they were gonna do at one yeah. point, and then they were like, and it went through, it was, and then it was it was downplayed after that, ex- pretty excessively. Too. Yeah, like I said, with that stuff, if they give us uh, like something like that again, like they've mm-hmm. already put out an Agatha feature, right? And that doesn't come out till September, right? You know? Um, if they but do that, some, do we think that do we think that leaked and forced their hand, or no? I have no idea. I have no okay. idea how it's going down, but. Yeah. If they put out the something similar again, because you know, next year like Disney is merging with Hulu in the states, that is mm-hmm. going to happen. So you can do this big advertisement of all the Hulu content that's going to come to Disney Plus. So why you should invest and in, you know, because then you can start oh. advertising the Bay is coming to, you know, um, Disney Plus. Which is, is that an Ewok film? Before. What are you talking about right now? I only watch Star Wars content, and I'm massively confused by what you just said. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sorry, well, sorry. The, the bear um, is played by Seth MacFarlane, and he's a CGI teddy bear called the Bell. And oh no, uh, the bear! I, I can't even, I can't even, I can't even fuck up saying that word that bad. It's the amazing. Bell. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, no, Chris says uh, it was on the WandaVision DVD. On the WandaVision DVD. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Didn't even know there was a WandaVision DVD. Yeah. Yeah, Hulu, Hulu is, is Disney Plus. Hulu sort is of, Disney. sort of. So it's far, something. for what it's worth, everything I've looked for has been in there. Right, but but it's still a. Is it it is very beta. <laughs> the bear's not. Uh, it is. It is. Um, the uh, only annoying part about it for me is it doesn't have like that resume kind of feature that you get on other things. Mm-hmm. Like 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 I'm watching. It's always sunny in Philadelphia. I think I'm on season fourteen now. And like every time I go in, I have to like click on. I got to go find the show. I got it doesn't like resume like from where you left off. You know, it doesn't know. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, it's a little annoying on that front right now. But um, I do. Uh, but I do prefer watching it in the Disney Plus app over the Hulu app. The Hulu app is shittier for, for than Disney Plus for me, surprisingly. 
Well, it will only take me three years when it finally officially rolls out. We finally caught up to the rest of the world. I know. Yeah. It's well fucking done, amazing. Yeah, good um, job. But no, like, that's the thing. Like, so they could have a lot more to advertise for Disney next year. Yeah. You know? I also do think as well that the Acolyte will do both Disney and Hulu. Mm-hmm. Because that Percy Jackson show, which is either right now, is about to come out. That's yeah. doing both. Echo's doing both. Right. So stands to reason that both would have Acolyte. And put Andor on Hulu yesterday, you morons. At least do yeah. it for the for the ramp up to, to Andor season two. I, mm-hmm. I I think that would be very wise because the Hulu audience and the Andor audience, they they fuck. And the Disney Plus audience and the Andor audience, they don't fuck. So give it What's to FX, the right people. Like the, mm-hmm. the FX yeah. audience would dig Andor. They love it. You know? It's, it's more completely mature fits. Like, content. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's that that same level of fantasy and grit and everything together. It's it's made for it, you know. Yeah. So, I, all I, right. I, I, just think, I think Akka was going. I think Akka's a bit more mature as well, you know, from what we seem to know. I think so as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I I think that yeah that is that that's where this is going. Usually, I hear when things are. Usually, somebody will be like, "Oh, that one's like." looking a little like it's for like younger people or whatever. It, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, and uh, I haven't heard that from about, about that one at, at all. And I always hear it's more and or than anything. You know? Yeah. Well, well, and I mean, we don't, and we don't even need to hear that. We can just look at where it's being filmed and who's making it and who's making it, where they're making it and what the crew is, who's making it. I mean, at the mm-hmm. same time, like it's that they're not going to go and be like, Oh, yippee. Here's our, you know, here's our volume based, like, script and everything else when it's being made like on those sets it's way more expensive it's mm-hmm. it's there's, i i think i kind of feel like with with acolyte we're gonna have it come out and it's you know kind of like was put into motion before the disney crash which is what i'm gonna call this last year and um i think that we're likely gonna see that scale scale that show scaled down in the future um probably and, yeah, most likely We're, this is going to be a huge opening, though, and then it. But it might justify, you know, them going bigger in in the future with it. Uh, but I, I right now, am predicting that season two of the Acolyte will be smaller in scope than than the. I think if they do a second, mm-hmm. it'll probably be the last of it as well. Mm. Yeah, so tell, I, well, tell the story over two parts, like you know, like a Loki. That's how that's handled, and that's yeah, you know, being a success concise story like even, i know they've got a series bible but like that can still depend on how much they've put into it that can still be told over two seasons rather than just you know three or four sure no, I mean, especially it, with, it, if, if daisy factors mm-hmm. viewership in and it doesn't you know do boba numbers kenobi numbers wherever right like which it probably wouldn't anyway right yeah and my 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 pet theory i, I i've presented my pet theory to people at disney and lucasfilm to, to try to get, you know, is this what's, this what's happening, you know? And I, I don't have it confirmed. So it's just a pet theory for now. But like I've always said, I think that as if that Dave Filoni Star Wars film, if that shit connects, I don't think he's going back to making TV shows. I think he's going to be making Star Wars films for them for a bit. And I think that like one of the problems that, that they've had with Lucasfilm and keeping continual films made is having to hire a new person have them work out, have them fit in culturally, having them available and then have the film fall apart. 
uh dave filoni is fucking lives there he's he's in house he ain't going anywhere we think roadhouse roadhouse he he is their uh what's his name he's their ghost that they kathy kennedy's like making some pottery he puts his hands behind his that mm, yeah and like they make a little movie and make a little tv show no but he's going to be doing that he, he's the guy to keep star wars films coming out and so i think that it that that's what that's where it's going to go and i think that in that process if this acolyte does do what they want it to do i think the disney plus spins off acolyte shows that this one's all dark side intrigue well let's just do the fucking jedi show let's just do the jedi's doing jedi business and Je- a show called jedi business would be huge because you would just see the fun shit you want from star wars all the oh, time i went a different way with jedi business oh I thought you think- it'd be like a shock tank sort of show and then oh. all jedi sit there and you come in and pitch them like new jedi ideas and right you show them a white robe and be like this is going to be the fashion forward thing of the high republic era like you so- need to invest in this Here's you my know. idea. I'm Jace Windu, father, white father of right. Mace Windu. Trust me, it gets complicated. It's a cloning thing. Jace go William with Windu. Jace William Windu. And uh, what, we, what we're doing here is this, it's this little test, okay? This is my mm. idea. And it shows a ship and a cup, a ship mm. and a cup. If you guess the ship and the cup, you're a Jedi, you're in. If you don't guess ship or cup, you're fucking out, mm. bro. You're out. You're not right. a Jedi. So that's right. what I want to shark tank on Jedi business. See, and, I'm gonna go in for Jedi mm-hmm. business. I'd be like, it's a one-time use only drug, right? And you can only shoot it once, yeah. Right? And it gives you super speed for like two seconds, and you can never be used again. So use right. it in the vital moment. It's a, it's a moment of escape. And right. That's my drug. You okay. Know? Like, and that's when you use it to flee from droid because, you know, right? That's, About, that's I'm, I'm thinking it's zero calorie, and it's called midi chlorian zero. Right. Like maybe, maybe, but <laughs> um. Anyways, uh, here we go. We did it all. I think we did it. Let's go. Let's get the fuck out of here. You ready to get the fuck out of here? You done? I'm done. Um, I'm always done. <laughs> all right. Thank you to everybody for for the support today for hanging out with the show. Um, I would say bye to the Instagram people, but they're fucking gone, dude. We lost those guys a long time ago. We will be back. Um, I think tomorrow. Uh, uh, you, you think you think there might be a story tomorrow? You think there might no. be something tomorrow? Nothing tomorrow me. off. Tom- tomorrow, tomorrow's. Tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow, tomorrow off. Tomorrow I, I think. Morrison. I, I think tomorrow Morrison. <laughs> so dumb. That's the worst joke you've ever made. All right. Anyways, we'll see everybody. Thanks again. Appreciate all all the love and support. Bye. It's the end of the show. Spaceships.